It is a show dedicated to Pat Bolin today. I uh, got a lot of stories to share. And I think we should start by saying that this day is not a bad day. This is not a sad day. Today is a great day because today is a day that we get to celebrate and remember all the great memories, all the great memories that Pat Bolin created. And make no mistake, he almost himself create a lot of those memories. I have a lot of those memories, and I want you to share them with me too. 303-831-1340, whether it be on the hotline, on the text line. Great man. Powerful man. Used his power the right way. Managed his people the right way. And will go down as one of the greatest owners in sports history. Not just NFL, sports history. For what he did, not only for the Broncos, but what he did with the NFL. A tremendous individual. And, you know, yesterday, last night was really weird because I, I got home. I was guest speaking at the uh, Colorado Media School. I don't know if you know. <laughs> Our own Jake Peterson was in attendance. He did not ask a question throughout the whole Q&A session. And I was really disappointed. Now, why it. is that exactly? Why wasn't Jake among one of those questionnaires? I don't know. He just doesn't love it, I guess. Does he have all the answers? He just, I don't know. Mm. He just doesn't have that passion. Jake? Why didn't you ask a question yesterday? I did ask you a question. I asked why you hated concerts. No, and then you, I asked we about ended ketchup. it, and then you just threw in a bunch after I, did, I had but pushed I asked you a on question. it. Mm, very disappointed in off you, Jake. Off the record question, huh? Very disappointed. Mm. We'll get to your off the record questions at a, shame. at a later time. Shame. You shame. know what? T- take the walk of shame. Take the walk of shame. Uh, but I got home, and I felt uh, I was really, really tired. Took a shower ate a little bit, went went to bed, and I'm like scrolling through my Twitter feed right as I make the final scroll. I think everybody does it. They do their final scroll, and then they put their phone down. And then I saw the news that Pat Bowen had died. And it hit me like a family member. I wasn't even sure how to feel. And I, I think it's because sports kind of runs in my blood based on you know, me playing, me loving, analyzing, and it's part of my everyday work life. And he has, and I understand how much he's meant to this city, to this state. I believe a big part of the the boom and the acceleration is a multitude of things, but some of the excitement around the sports, that absolutely has a little, little tiny blip on the radar. And it's because of Pat Bullitt. Seven losing seasons... And going to the Super Bowl seven times. That is, some, that is an absurd stat over a 20, 30-plus year career as owner. Um, I wasn't sure if I was supposed to feel sadness or... Um, there was a part of me that was actually mad as well, too. And we're going to get into this a little bit later in the show. It just it pisses me off that he's not alive when he will be enshrined in the Hall of Fame. And look... Maybe he wasn't in a state to where he was going to understand it anyways, but it just it just pisses me off that the NFL's Hall of Fame committee did this, and we knew it was coming. We knew it was coming. And, of course, Jerry Jones gets in two years ago. We already know clearly about what's the health issues with Pat Bolin. It was, vir- it was virtually a toss-up. I'm not saying Jerry Jones isn't. Um, worthy 
because he is. He absolutely is. But you should have considered the health situation. And quite frankly, as I always say, a guy is either a Hall of Famer or he's not. He's one or the other. And if he is, put him in while he's alive so he can at least see it or enjoy it or at least understand the magnitude of what it means to be a Hall of Famer. And that was Rob from Pat Bowen because of A, a disgusting and awful disease. And and I really hope people come out in full form, uh, full force for Alzheimer's Awareness Day when the Denver Broncos do that for training camp. But it was robbed from him because of the, the ridiculous system. That these, uh, it's, it's so dumb that people have to wait if they're Hall of Famers because, oh, well, we put we already put a couple safeties in this year, so Steve Atwater's got to wait. Or, oh, well, you know, we, we got a bunch of Hall of Fame wide receivers coming up, so Rod Smith's going to have to wait for that perfect time. It's so dumb. One guy's a Hall of Famer or he's not. Blow the system up. And it, it especially hits to the core and it pisses me off when such a great individual like Pat, um, I don't know if he would have been able to even grasp what was happening on that day, but it would have been nice for him to watch it and see it. And maybe, just maybe, uh, he sheds a tear and he he begins to realize that this is about me and what I created. And he could just marvel at what he created because what he created was a franchise unlike any other for several years one of the most successful franchises in the biggest sports organization league that this America has seen and he was a very important person to not only the football but but uh, not only to the Broncos I should say but for the NFL in creating some of the TV deals and uh, it was it was very sad news to see It was very sad news to see, and I know we haven't talked a lot about Pat Bowen because it just hasn't been in the news, but boy, when when I saw that news, it it hit me deep. It hit me hard, and I started thinking about some of the individual memories I had when, you know, I was growing up, and the one I could think of immediately was one I'll tell in the next segment. I want to get a little bit more deeper into it, Uh, but it was when I first fell in love with sports. I label it as my moment where I fell in love with sports and this industry and um, it paved the way for the future, at least for me, in very clearly knowing where my passion was. And and a part of that was because of Pat Bullen. It really was. Threw up a post on Twitter. I wanted to get people's reaction, you know, on on the news, of course, of Pat Bullen's passing. It's uh, at Mile High Sports. And we want you to, um, you know, reflect on what what did Pat Bowen and the Broncos mean to you growing up? And a lot of reaction. Carlos Simmons says, I remember the fur coat in Cleveland. Oh, the fur coat. Uh, Yeah. Such an iconic. In fact, a couple individuals, Christian Torres also posted a picture of uh, Pat Bowen with the fur coat on the sidelines and the glasses, the aviator glass, just just a iconic icon and and you know also you know speaking of iconic moments for Pat Bowlin you know around this time of year maybe a little bit closer to training camp is what he would usually do his routine yeah we're gonna go 19 and 0 19 and 0 16 and 0 in the regular season 19 and 0 in the season we're gonna win a Super Bowl every single year and uh little did he know that was a lot closer than any other franchise could do 
he called his shot most of the time, and tell you what, they lived up to it more times than not. Seven Super Bowls and seven losing seasons. Since what, 1983, 1984, when he took over from Edgar Kaiser? Oh, my gosh. It's just, it's it's amazing. It is amazing. The standard was set. The standard was set with Pat Bowen. Uh, and, it, and it's reaction from everybody across the country. From Elaine Romero, who lives in Galveston, Texas. Uh, or maybe she doesn't live in Galveston, but she says she's here in Galveston waiting to board uh, the Broncos alumni cruise. And uh, says, what a great tenure from an owner and CEO of the Broncos. Rest in peace. Uh, Karen says, what a phenomenal man, husband, human being. Created a franchise and winning culture that the Broncos country can be proud of. Wanted his players to be re- reaching out and in the community to be heroes, not just football players. Sad he didn't make it to Canton in person. Uh, Tony says um, a word you're going to hear muttered probably a million times today. This one's for Pat. No. Jason Curtis says best owner in all of pro sports. Uh, Flathead on Twitter says I could see him on the sidelines wearing that raccoon skin long fur coat. That's going to be a great moment to remember. That fur coat. It was so over the top, but the way he walked around, he just because he owned the place. But but he wasn't like that, you know. You know he he, he was he was so loved and so respectful of everybody. Just a great man. Pretty cool to see all these teams tweet out uh, condolences, statements on Pat Bowen. Really kind of shows you what his uh, impact was on this entire NFL world, the sports industry. And um, from the Patriots to the Falcons, the Vikings, Eagles, uh, tough day. Not a sad day. Not a bad day, but a tough day. A tough day, especially those who did not see the news late at night. You maybe woke up this morning. I, I know, Logan, you were kind of saying you you were kind of in that boat where you woke up and you saw the news and you were like, oh, my God. Well, I mean, I, I was... He's he's passed. I mean, I was like... I was just so, like, in awestruck for a moment because, you know, I went to bed. I was up myself early this morning, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm going through the countless notifications, you know, from the NBA Finals and other yeah, things. Yeah, you go through It's yeah. like, uh, okay, Toronto won. Clay Torres ACL. It's like Pat away, And then I stop, and then I, I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then you kind of have to stop in your tracks. You're like, yeah. and then you just, you read it in the fine print. And then I was just like, I, I did. I had to put my phone down, and I just had to kind of take a step back and be like, Wow! Yeah, it it that did that that really that was one from left field, Ronnie. I mean, it really was. Uh, pretty cool story tweeted or uh, texted to us from uh, DIA Bert. Is he still working at DIA or is he still bus driving? I don't know what he's doing. Anyways, uh, DIA Bert says in 2012 when Pat Bullen uh, married married Mary uh, in. Pat Bullen and Annabelle Bullen's backyard, my sister and my wife were invited to the wedding. Uh, so DIA Bird obviously has a very close connection to them. Uh, at the end of the night, he was sitting there with Annabelle, and everybody would say goodbye to Mr. B and say goodbye uh, to Bullen, raise his glass, we'll give you that smile. Um, Annabelle Bullen treats everybody like family, nothing but class for that uh, that family from Bert. So you can get your reactions in. Uh, this is, this, this feels just like, um, Irv Brown's passing. 
you know, everybody has some sort of memory that's surrounding Pat Bolin or what the Broncos did for them. Uh, and my personal one was back in 97 or officially 98 when the Broncos won the Super Bowl in San Diego. And it's funny because I don't remember anything from when I was seven. I don't remember the birthday party I had. I think it was at a bowling alley. I don't remember what we did that year for vacations, camping, anything like that. But I will never forget that January night when the Denver Broncos won Super Bowl 32 in San Diego and when John Mobley, I I can vividly remember John Mobley batting down the fourth and sixth Brett Favre pass to seal the win. You saw John Elway's hands go in the air. My, My parents, and if my family is listening, they'll remember this. My mom and my dad were running around the house screaming, Uh, in a circle around our little kitchen island. And we had a, I think it was a 32-inch screen TV, which at the time, (laughs) we were healthy living, okay? We are a big deal. It was in the mahogany, big old um, structure that rotated just barely. It wasn't a flat screen. It was a bubble screen back in, you know, the mid-90s. And I ended up destroying that. TV with a magnet, by the way. And um, I, my eyes as a seven-year-old were glued to that TV. Just glued to that TV. And that I attribute that to the day I fell in love with sports. I saw that. I thought it was the coolest thing in the world to see this team that had gone through the heartbreak that they did against Jacksonville and so many years of going to the Super Bowl and then being completely blown out. And finally they got there. And then you had the speech and this one's for John and then a second Super Bowl. And um, that that's the day I attribute to becoming a sports fan. And it was because of Pat Bullen and what he created with that Denver Broncos franchise. And he will be missed. And uh, I don't want to get too... What's next for the Broncos? I want to spend today celebrating his life, getting your reaction on Twitter, on our text line. If you want to call the show, you can do so as well, too. Uh, I know some individuals have wanted to start that conversation. We're not going to do it today. Uh, There's plenty of offseason to do that. Today, we're just going to mourn, and we're going to uh, remember a great individual in Pat and who affected lives very much like Irv Brown affected lives. You talk to anybody in officiating the sports industry, whether it be TV or radio, and they knew Irv. They knew Irv, and it's kind of like Pat. If you were around the team at all, you had a Pat Bolin story. And um, there's an individual, and and he didn't want his name on air. I was talking to him this morning because I knew he was very close to Pat. And I wanted to get his reaction. I was actually hoping he would join the show, but he was very emotional. He did not want to join the show. Um, and But he wanted me to kind of tell his story and his story of how he was dealing with uh, depression and uh, tough times, monetary, and how Pat was always there for him. And I, I think that is probably just one 
little blip of so many that that Pat Bowen did to affect individual people, and that's what made him a great boss and a great leader. You know, it, they always have this say, and that's why the Denver Broncos were such a great franchise for su- such a long time. You know, uh, people don't quit jobs; people quit managers, they quit bosses, and nobody quit Pat Bowen because he was the best. He was Mr. B. And it, it was always special to see the 2013-2014 team when uh, any time it was brought up in news or conversation, they would always, you know, have just such great words for him. And, you know, he, he was Mr. B, and he was this, this legendary, iconic figure because that's exactly what he was. And he was a great individual. And, I mean, the stories from what D.I.A. Burt was saying – uh, those are special. And those are moments people will live for with the, the rest of their lives, and they will remember that, you know? Um, legends never die. Legend, legends never die. And he was a legendary one. And the NFL world is in, in a worse place today with him gone. And uh, it's really, really unfortunate. Uh, some of the quotes from the individual... Uh, people of operations. I want to read John Elway's in particular to start. Uh, they've been releasing quotes all day long. You can find a lot of these quotes at milehighsports.com. Uh, but John Elway said that Pat gave me so much, and he was someone that I always looked up to. He gave this team everything we needed to be the best and compete for championships, and the focus was always on football. That's all you can ask for in an owner, yet he did more. He was a tremendous mentor to me and a tremendous friend. Pat was a great listener always asking what was going on, and I learned so much from watching him. He was a terrific leader. What he did for this team, this city, and the entire NFL will never be matched. His shoes will never be filled. I will miss Pat greatly and will always treasure the times we had together. We continue to take care of his team as if he were here today. My deepest sympathies are with Annabelle and the entire Bolin family. That, again, a statement from uh, John Elway. That is not the full statement, but... Just kind of give you a good idea of uh, obviously the the sadness that we feel, but again, not a sad day, not a sad day. Today is a day of celebration for him. It is a day of celebration. It's a day of relief for him for uh, finally being able to rest in peace and not battle that awful. It, it is a terrible, terrible, awful disease. In, uh, in Alzheimer's, and, and I hope, uh, I really, really hope that we just shatter records for Alzheimer's Awareness Month, uh, or Alzheimer's Awareness Day, excuse me, which is July 21st, Sunday. That is a training camp day. Uh, I believe they're probably going to do the same thing as what they did last year and ask everybody to wear purple. Um, I hope we have I, I hope they have capacity issues up there, and I hope we see some huge donations, uh, and it all goes to battle this nasty disease. Again, July 21st, which is Sunday, uh, 9-15 is when that training camp practice will be. Circle that one on your calendar. Of all the days to come, that's the day to come, July 21st, uh, which will be Alzheimer's uh, Awareness Day with the Broncos training camp, and uh, I hope we get just a incredible amount of money that uh, gets donated 
I I hope they have the ability to to maybe make like a like a banner or something like that so that fans can sign and uh, you know maybe express their thanks uh, because he was a very special individual for so many years that made so much impact on so many individuals in this town and uh, that's why we call it Broncos country. It's Pat's country, Broncos country. A uh, couple more notes on Pat Bowen. The Colorado Rockies released a uh, statement on uh, the passing of Pat Bowen saying, quote, we are saddened by the passing of Pat Bowen. Pat has been a longtime friend of the Rockies, and his compassion and competitive nature is something we have always admired. As a very visible leader in the Colorado community, Pat led a life of integrity and grit that should always inspire all. His impact on the community and state should never be understated, and his legacy will live on. Our thoughts and prayers are with Annabelle, his seven children, and the entire Boland and Broncos family. We will all miss Pat Boland. And it was, I think it was this photo. It's uh, black and white with a black background that was first posted by, uh, I believe it was, I want to say it was Nine News who first uh, posted it. And I saw it. I was, that's when it hit me. I was like, oh my gosh. I didn't even need to read the caption when I saw his that that image and I saw his name in the years and I was like, oh no. Um so it's a tough day. It's a tough day, but again, it's not a bad day. And it's not a sad day. It's a celebratory day. I always say we should always not mourn the loss of somebody. We should celebrate the fact that they made the impact that they did, whether it's on your life, my life. Or in Pat Pollen's case, the entire sporting industry, all of the NFL, and all of Colorado. And Pat Pollen was a special, special individual that, uh, as John Elway said, never, never will replace him. Never will replace him. There will never be anybody that could fill his shoes. And um, as I wrote last year in January... I wrote last year in January of 2018. They ought to name that stadium after him. And maybe they didn't name the stadium because they are waiting for this. I don't know. Um, but Pat Bowen Field at Mile High, to me, is a no-brainer. And I think the Broncos are a organization that would do something like that. It sounds a, very fitting. Yes, uh, and it, very fitting. Yes. And look, teams can make a lot of money off sponsorships. Invesco Field at Mile High. Um, Sports Authority. Sports Authority. Pepsi Center. Curious Field. Budweiser Event Center. First Bank Center. You can make a it. lot of money off sponsorship. But what Pat created was priceless. And I hope they do the right thing. Maybe, maybe not the right thing is the wrong way to put it. But you get what I'm saying. I hope they immortalize his name in that stadium forever and call it Pat Bowen Field at Mile High. I think that would be tremendous. I wrote about that last year on Mile High Sports. I got the uh, article posted up on our Twitter if you want to read it. I think it would just, you know what it has? It has a good ring to it. It has three good rings to it because that's what Pat Bowen brought here. And um, yeah, it's tough. Very tough day. Very, very tough day. Uh, almost feels like I lost a family member today. There were very few individuals that kind of, that I didn't know personally 
that really kind of hit me hard. And this is probably the hardest with Pat Bullen because of what he meant to this city. And uh, I can't wait to tell my grandkids about the greatest owner in all of sports and what he did for this city. And uh, part of me feels gone. It really does. He created so much joy for myself, my friends, my family, um, through his football team and his vision, his standard for success was unmatched. And we were spoiled as fans. We were spoiled as fans to have him, a legendary figure that will never be forgotten. So as John Elway put, we'll, we'll, we'll rip it off and we'll say this show is for Pat. This show is for Pat.